from diagonally across the street who always has all of the she is rocking trump right now she's uh snooping and seeing what they've been doing on the house that they've been uh flipping across the street she's all like oh i love donald trump if you're gonna be next door to me you're gonna love donald trump too welcome to couple of critics podcast let the old woman love what she loves that's fine. She I'm loves just, Elvis and Trump. She loves Elvis and Trump. Trump this. Two things I've two people I've never enjoyed. <laughs> never. Two, two things that were never on the list of Michelle's likes. It was on the list of don't likes. Like, oh, never like. Like when you made a poster for school and it was like likes and don't likes, would you often put a picture of Donald Trump and uh Elvis? That's delicious. My nose is fucked up. That's why you should have blown it before we started this. Yeah, you should have blown it too before we started this. Hey. (laughs) Did you like that? People can like whatever they like. (laughs) That is fine. I just like to narrate people as they uh, are having conversations (laughs) with other people. She is. And because she's so decked out. She is very obsessed. She has a Donald Trump decal of his head. As if he is sitting in the back, in the seat. back seat behind her. <laughs> so funny. So, I mean, I'm I, because she has taken it so far, I feel like I'm allowed to take it far for humor's sake. Because she is not fucking around. I am fucking around. I agree. I agree. There's a difference. What's up? What's Nothing. up, snotty Sam? I'm being snotty. I don't know what it is. Maybe I have the COVID... 19. I don't know if you heard of this thing. uh, Not true. Maybe you should take those scissors that you should have put back a long time ago. I don't know what scissors you're talking about. And shove those up your nose and make some uh, space for air to move through properly. You want me to mutilate my face with a pair of scissors is what you just told me. No, I think you need to scrape the snot out of your nose and make room for air, Sam. That's a face mutilation. I'm not comfortable comfortable with it. Is it com? Do you say comfortable or comf- comfortable? Comfortable. You ever heard me say comfortable? I think I lazily say comfortable. Comfortable. I don't say comfortable. Comfortable. Are you feeling more comfortable? When you say conf- uh, conf- I can't even say it now. Comfortable. Comfortable. It sounds like you're trying to be like, let me go fit into something a little more comfortable. Comfortable. That's the sexy saxophone coming in. That's a wah That's a saxophone. Anyway, you said the name. Saxophone. Yeah. Sexy saxophone. You gotta love the back, the ending of the. Yeah, mom, you can see. I apologize. I'm probably going to be snorting cocaine during this whole episode. I, I'm gonna need some of that because I've been taking too many naps uh, lately. There's no cocaine. You've been taking a lot of naps lately as oh, well. I've been, I've been sleep, sleep master Sam. It's because you. If I was a rapper in the '80s right now, they would call me uh-huh. Sleep Master S. They sure would. SMS. Because you like to take everything to the limit. Take it to the limit. One more time. 
<laughs> you don't like that song? You know who that's by, right? No, I don't. Is it the Eagles? Oh, yeah, it's the Eagles, Sam. So you have a general disdain for the Eagles. What is it about the Eagles that you don't like? Is it's it usually the, the Don... The sound of the voice? No, it's usually Don Henley. What don't you like about Don Henley? His voice. The actual, like, okay. Yeah, that's usually it. And I think that overplaying, and I think that a lot of the songs... Like, sometimes it's nice to listen to music that has a wide range of people who will be listening to it. When it comes to certain things, like Steve Winwood in the 80s and Don Henley at any point in his career, I'm just not interested. Wait, who are you talking about? Little Stevie Winwood? Oh. <laughs> uh, again, I apologize for all the... Because they did, like, let's see, they did... Take it easy. Take it easy. I got a peaceful... Easy feeling. I'm. I'm What's out. What's that song? I don't know what you're singing. Oh yeah. I'm already standing on the ground. So you just think they're lame songs in general, as well as you don't like the tone of Don Henley. Yeah, there's so many songs that I'm just not a fan of by the that band, by that group. So you don't want to be on a dark desert highway with the cool wind in your hair. The warm smell of colitas rising up through the air. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of anything Wait, Eagles what? or Don Henley. Huh? Is this the hens? Is this the henlils? This is... Is this the henleys? The top Don Henley song on uh, Google. All you want to do is dance. This sucks my fucking butthole hairs. I mean, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not a good time. <laughs> you don't like the uh, like real eighties synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his, Hold his, on, let me hear him. He really straddles the line between being nonchalant and trying too hard, and I'm not a fan. Will you turn it up just a little bit? That's perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And all she wants to do is dance. I mean, it's dad rock. That's all it is. It's dad rock. I bet my dad is not happy right now. I bet your dad is fucking jamming right now. No, I bet he's, he's like, not oh, you guys going to play some hens for neg- me? The D, the DH? I think I made a statement once that would have definitely offended my dad. And one statement? That's definitely true. <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> I think he's got a whole book of things that since he's, he's been listening to this, absolutely. He goes like, "Oh God." Yeah, but I'm, it was something about Aerosmith. I I made a statement, so I don't even know if he's still listening anymore. <laughs> What'd you say about Aerosmith? It was something like I I thought about giving you Aerosmith, but I don't know if I want to give you like good Aerosmith or the stuff that my dad used to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing this game right now. So the cable for the headphones. My gut is getting so big, it's now like sitting over things. So I can pull the cable underneath my gut. Look, look, it's underneath my gut. And it's like okay. I'm flossing my gut. <laughs> yeah. How is that? How, how does it feel? Is it- how does it feel to have that laugh? Or how does it feel to have be flossing my gut? How does it feel to dance? I don't know. Dance. I don't know how it felt nice, but let's see There's how it no smells. way it feels nice. There's smells no even way better. it feels nice to have a cable mm. rubbing in a crevice. 
I just licked it. Okay, so w- welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing a podcast. We sure are. I am Michelle. I'm Sam. And we are a review podcast and we share our music, usually, and sometimes movies, sometimes other things, but usually m- music with each other and uh, we review it. We talk about it. We talk shit. We say nice things. We're all around just talking about shit. <laughs> we sniffle. Mm-hmm. We do. Because we get bored, I guess, and we get sad, and we feel all of the emotions here as well. We get happy sometimes. Sometimes we just want to dance, dance. I don't like happy. You don't like happy music? I don't like being happy. Is that true? So absolutely true. Is that why we're still together? Absolutely. Just got to milk that hatred, get everything out that you possibly can. All she wants to do is dance. You know who you should be for Halloween? Uh, yeah, I have a mask that I bought earlier this year because it was cheap. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to say, you could, uh, especially with those big old hangers that you got going on, you could be, uh, you could do like uh, Jennifer Tilly from uh, Bride of Chucky. <sighs> She's disgusting. I, <laughs> I've just never been a fan. I th- When I think of Jennifer Tilly, most of the time, I picture her from Liar Liar. When she had that- all right, all right, all right. I screwed her brains out. <laughs> well, she had that horrible hair, and she wore those like yeah. gross suits that looked like woman suits, bad curtains. <laughs> yeah, they were like gold. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> so I think of like really tacky Jennifer Tilly. Typically, she is. Which I think everything seems, about her seems kind of tacky. That's to fine. Me. It's a brand. Well, we need it. I think that she's like a super poker player or something now, though. Really? I think she flipped the script. Literally, uh, hmm. and I, th- I think she does, or at least would be on those televised poker games sometimes. I would just learn a bunch of lines from Jennifer Tilly, mo- Jennifer Tilly movies, and say them to her as I was playing poker, trying to mess with her brain. Do you man, think that would have even worked. No, I think she would just be like, "You're stupid," and they would move on, and then I'd be like, "I don't know how to play poker." Because I don't. I don't know how to play poker. Jennifer Tilly. Do you know how to play poker? Jennifer. Um, I've been taught, but I don't have a poker face. I don't think poker is hard. I think it's just any game that is not... I can't say strategy, because that's strategy. But I also feel that any game that's based solely on whether or not you believe me is not something that I care to play. Like I want I want something more black and white, I guess. You don't want your character being pulled into the game. I also yeah, and I don't like character type games either. Those games where it's like, all right, we're gonna play this board game, we'll be done in about three or four hours. Very on the surface is what you want. Yeah. You want to roll a dice and go six spaces. I want cards, I want like and it can be interpretation type things, you know, it can be like a cards against humanity sort of interpretation, but I don't need categories. I don't need like stories and Scrabble. I like Scrabble. Connect four. But I've never had the patience Wait, we play to we play seriously play um, Monopoly, for example, and to get full on into it. I have no interest in any of that. I think I finished one Monopoly game in my life. Like full Monopoly yeah, where you played with everything yeah. per the rules? I think every other time I'd always be the banker and I'd always slip other people money. 
and like choose one person who wasn't getting all the money, and it was usually Kent, I think, <laughs> or Big Head John Schluter. I fucking nog it on that kid. <laughs> you love going after that kid, that I, man. Do I bring him up? That grown. You've done it before. Oh, he had a fucking head on him. Okay. I'm, well, I wonder if he's grown into it now as an adult. I hope man. so. I would assume he has. They'll knock over a building. If he if he sneezes, pachow, pachooey, yeah. me bad. Okay, so if he sneezes, the three people behind him get broken chins. <laughs> Let's move on. So, did you ever say what we even do here? Yes, I did. We're a review podcast. And we review things. Your face zoned the fuck out when I did it. When I was doing it, your face went blank, and you stared off into the corner. I was looking at those paper towels that's on the fridge. It's got a green part on it. It sure does. <laughs> Good old bounty. So uh, we listened to an album, uh, and it was me. It was it's, it's my your week. week. It's my week. It's a Michelle week. It sure <laughs> was. <laughs> and this is definitely an Isis Pisis for all of us because um, oh, well, I assume all of us because I assume Pizus. people who listen to this have some sort of history. Have heard, I mean, everyone has at least heard a song or two on this album who listened to modern music in the last 20 years. Everyone I know hates this band. That's fair, but they're at least aware of them. That was not f- true. <laughs> they're at least aware that they exist. They are aware that they are... Uh, like, when they hear this song, a song or two on this album, they're like, I know who this band is. Oh, yeah. I don't even think you need to hear those songs. This band is... You can tell just by the way it sounds. Uh, that might be, like, be a hey, stretching for incubus. some people. Listen to his voice. It's, it's incubus. Incubus? Incubus. Okay, that's a little much for me. Incubus. I don't like where you're taking this. So we listened to Make Yourself by Incubus. We did it. This is something. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I promise we did it. <laughs> this is uh, very rooted in my adolescence, I would say. When I listen to this, I think of my sister and Jesse Gray and I saw your sister today walking down the street. Did you yell at her? No, she walked by me and she said, "What's up?" Like, "What's up, you turd?" or something like that. And I was just like, "I don't know, hang, getting something out of the car." Or was it here? Yeah, and then she said, "What are you doing off of work? It's Monday." And I said, "It's Labor Day." And then she's like, "Oh yeah, it is. All right, see ya." It was a useless story, but this I did was see your sister. Definitely a conversation worth bringing up. Yeah, I'll also bring up that we. And then I was like, "Bitch, get out of here!" We've been talking about getting together, so I can officially meet her boyfriend. And uh, she was like, "No, he has to work, and we won't be able to whatever." So then we go out to <laughs> dinner last night, and they were out to dinner with his parents, <laughs> like right by us, literally the table next to us. And I was like, oh, hello. Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> okay, so, let's, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's do this. Let's wrap it up, people. Good job, James. I hope that the spider that is crawling closer to you on the ceiling... Hi, friend. ...just drops in your mouth. Oh, and then I'll be a Spider-Man. 
Okay, Sam. Okay, what's up? You need up? to just relax. I'll relax. I'll Because you here. keep trying to push things and get things Let's moving. Do this, and I'm people. trying to Shut do up. that right now. Come on. All right, action. So. I'm working on my directorial skills. You're not even good at talking. <laughs> okay, so we listened to an album that came out in 1999. Um, like I said, I, this would have been a, I would have heard this on the radio and stuff, but my sister and Jesse really liked this. So that had a big influence on me for sure with Incubus because I always just think of those two. Sometimes Jesse more. Jesse more. Oh, more than Beth. More than Beth. I thought you were saying another person named. But Jesse Moore. I, he actually burned me some CDs back in the day as well. So he physically provided me with Incubus music. Whoa. And uh, let's, you want to, let's, uh, well, yeah, well, let's get started. Let's do it. All she wants to do is dance, dance. Yeah, can we just listen to more Don Henley instead? I don't want to ever listen to Don Henley again, but for some reason it's happened multiple times on this podcast. Here we Let's go, start people. With Privilege. This is the third studio album by them, and they had three singles. Is this too loud? That's no, fine. Is it too loud for you? A little bit. Will you turn me down just a little bit? Thanks, Sam. I think that his voice is very identifiable. Yeah, me too. That's why I said that earlier. But I don't know if everybody has that. I don't know if everyone, you know, feels the same way. But for me, this is so adolescent. This is driving around with friends. Um, and so you think this was okay. shown in high school? This means high school to you. You said 1999, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have necessarily been into it right when it came out. So like 2001, something like that. At the that. very least. Yeah, maybe a little older. I was gotcha. probably driving. Ah, driving. <laughs> so that's why I think that I also have that connection in my head. Because I would listen to it a lot when driving was like something that I did a lot. Because I used to deliver pizzas. I used to hang out with friends. I used to pick uh, mentally and physically handicapped people up and take them to and from. Sounds like you used to be a way better person. (laughs) I used to say lots of jokes at the same time, so probably not. No, I've always been a piece of shit. I, you probably used to be better, though. That's probably fair. So, with you, I always assume vocals are, like, the first thing that's got to, like, pass with you to be, ex- like, accepted, listened to more. Okay. Did that... Is that true? And did that happen with Incubus? Do you remember being like, oh, I like this dude's voice. I'm... I think I'm that, interested. I think he's a good singer. I don't think that he has like a spectacular voice or anything, but I think that he is very vocally talented. I like how he actually sings, and then he's not just like a screamy guy all the time. Does he ever scream? Yeah, he has. For sure. 
Like one good. <laughs> Find yourself a butthole. <laughs> so, no, so it wasn't like that for you. You don't remember being. I didn't know what first caught you on Incubus, or if you were just like, yeah, it's around. And it kind of dug its claws in deeper as it went on, or if it was like, hey, uh, oh, I'm on board immediately. Well, that's also later. Right. You're already getting you. You pulled out when I started listening to this, and what I thought about it. <laughs> Those are things to talk about. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Those are specific questions for later. What do you think about that house that has a brown roof? <laughs> it's a nice brown roof. What about the house that burned down? I drove by it today. That was the house that Brittany and uh, Kent lived in the apartment above the top. That was the one where the family got out, but the cats probably did not. Horrible. Is it more sad to you that cats died or that a mom died? Sad in different ways. The cats one is sad because it's like, I don't know the circumstances with the mom. Was she like not able to move or she's sleeping and was knocked out from the smoke and just didn't get out? There was a boom that happened around a quarter after one. Yeah. And it was a week ago today. And I heard it because I was awake too late. And I went outside and there was already like the cops and the fire department are right down the street. So they were here fast because that loud. I mean, it was a fucking boom. And I was shocked that it <clears throat> didn't wake you up. But uh, yeah, just huge fucking billowing flames and smoke. And uh, it looked like the front of the house was heavily affected and the lady downstairs, like on the bottom is who, the one who passed away. So maybe an explosion happened near her. Maybe something like fell on her. Maybe it just like, I have no idea what happened, but I know that they, they saw that she was like, they knew that she was trapped in there and like, they saw that she was like out, I guess, but, and then they tried putting the house out. So I don't know how burned up she got. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Because they're not going to, you know, they're only going to do as much as they can do. She guaranteed either died from smoke inhalation or <clears throat> being burned. A piece of metal went into her head from an explosion. But I don't know what it was exactly. But but, but that, she, she sat on that level that just like, ah, that sucks for her. But the cats is sad. The cats are sad because... They could have gotten out if someone just... If the cops just let them open the door. Or if there was just provided one opportunity. Like, just one little opportunity. Yeah, they were trapped. Poor but, babies. Uh, just just because they can't open doors, they're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Ugh. And then probably smoke inhalation for them, too. They uh-huh. just probably passed out and then became... I hate it. Food? Is that what they became? <laughs> food? For birds. For me. I've been eating cats lately. I've been taking a page right out of Alf's book. Alf's book. That's what I meant to say, and it came out as Alf's book. Yeah, that definitely snowballed into (laughs) a word that needed to be unscrambled, but had all of those letters on there. I guess. Let me tell you how much I love Incubus. Big fan. 
I've seen him about 22 times. True or false? I have seen Incubus in concert. False. Jesus Christ, let's listen to the next song, Nowhere Fast. You're pretty confident in that answer. Because you've never seen them. You're right, I haven't. But I can't guarantee that. I'm sure you haven't. So, Uh, you started listening to Incubus because of Kent, right? Didn't... Did... Kent suggest this to you or something or he played it for you when you guys used to ride to work together didn't something happen with Kent I don't have that in my memory I'm not gonna deny or confirm that allegation I really have no idea I thought that Kent had a hand I mean I had already been listening to this since before being with you but I thought that there was at some point he played it around you and you ended up liking it more than you thought you would I don't remember that at all excuse me yeah I don't remember that happening at all but I really I can't give you yeah I can't give you an origin I feel like I have this history of checking Incubus out multiple times like yeah maybe I do like it and then trying it and being like eh and putting it away. Well, what was that time when you listened to this on your own? You you tried Incubus and Foo Fighters around the same time, I thought, and you were more on board for Incubus than you were Foo Fighters. Yeah, I remember that happening. Because I was like, maybe I'll like the first Foo Fighters album. And I really, really wanted to. It just didn't work. But I think I like this album because... The guitar parts are interesting. It's not just like cheesy, happy guitar. This is like weird. Mm-hmm. It's kind right of all now. over the place. Sometimes you get like very basic stuff, and then sometimes you get weirder. And then when the heavy tone comes in, I think his guitar tone is really fucking good. Yeah. And I think he's a really good guitar player. And I know he's very well respected in the guitar world. I think the drummer is interesting. And I was just going to say, but on late, recent listens... The drummer's been sticking out to me. He's, he's very colorful. Yeah, that's a the fucking perfect word for it's, it. He's not colorful. just giving you a strong, you know, beat. He's just doing his own thing constantly. I mean, you get more basic stuff during these things, but I like this. Yeah, I like that. I think part. that adds flavor. <laughs> he also does this thing that, I don't even know how to explain it, but like he had snares in it, like, where he'd be like like, he'll just do like a two hit real quick, instead of like a one where a lot of people would do a one and somebody else that did that a lot was Joey Jordison from Slipknot, so I just keep getting this like he gives me a feel of like, he plays the snare a lot, Yeah. and I love guys that can just like, add like, they're called ghost notes and stuff like that, where they just add like, extra flares into it, It's it's not straight like so you're, I mean, because people, obviously, the snare is one of the most common drums that are used, but you just mean not following some, like, as I was just kind of referring to, yeah. not like just some strict yeah, exactly. beat off beat sort of thing, just real all over. He's still playing the normal beat while adding little accents yeah, yeah. with the snare. It's, I love it when guys do that. The it's like a extras. jazz thing. Mm-hmm. 
And I think I've talked about how I like jazz drummers on this before. You also like those jazz cigarettes. <laughs> I've never really paid attention to the bass. And I think he's a good singer. I think he's his own, which I would appreciate more. Like, I can't stand, like, basic white girl voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, basic white dude voice gets kind of annoying. And he doesn't have that to me. I think that he he gets a little whiny sometimes, but he has yeah, a... I'm just going to let this play into the next song, so Consequence. It's like a surfer to me. It's like, and I know, bro, I'm going righteous. Yeah, he definitely has... He, he almost has like a surfer dude look to him. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like a Big guy, time. guy who's just outside, who's active a lot, who's in nature. Oh, I really like the bass on this. I don't think the bass stands out a lot in Incubus, to me at least. Maybe I just haven't really focused on the bass a lot. It's harder to pick up than it should be, I'll tell you that. Because I think he's playing more than you realize. This is a, a prime example of me having a hard time hearing bass. That I hear... I mean, like, I hear the tone of the bass. The like sound. But I don't hear, like, the specific notes the so much. Yeah. The attack of the notes. It's like, how does Les Claypool... Is it because he overpowers everything? It's like, you can hear every single fucking note that that dude plays. But for some reason, it doesn't Gotta seem be. overbearing in the mix. It's also the way that he plays it. He doesn't play it like a normal bass, does he? Or does he just... He plays really hard, though, right? He plays really hard, yeah. And I wonder if he, like, turns up, like, the highs on his amp and stuff. He definitely... I don't love the mix when I've seen Primus Live. Oh, live. It's horrible. Because it's so hard to hear less. What? You think it's hard to hear less? I can't hear Larry. Oh, no, I mean, like, vocally. Oh. Oh, vocally, yeah. Yeah, like, there's no balance in the sound at all. It's it's not... Whoever does their sound, it's not good. It's not good. Sorry. I like Primus a lot. How many times have we seen him? Once? Twice? We've seen him a few times. Anyway. I've seen Incubus 22 times. No, you haven't. <laughs> This is the I only would, Incubus album that you listen to, right? Yes. Or have listened to. No, you listened to the next one, Morning View, and you didn't like it. Really? Yes. <laughs> Sounds about right. I'm a one-and-done album kind of guy for a lot of fucking bands. You really are. It's, uh, it's unfortunate for a lot of bands. That <laughs> what the fuck do they care? Like, I don't know. I mean, one I'm, asshole in Indiana doesn't like the albums. No, but I think the return that you get on your product and having return customers is important. So having people just in and out, in and out, in and out, and like no real connection to anything or to them, maybe they don't like that as much. I'm sure they don't, but I don't think I'm normal. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there are a lot of people who go in and out with music. I don't think everyone buckles down and just commits to every single 
album that comes out. So that song that we just listened to, it's Consequence. got ups and downs for me. Yeah, I think I it's... I really like all the laid back stuff, but then when it's like... Better than... Yeah. Yeah. Better than... Did it, man! <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think that it's as... Uh, what are you looking at outside? Is it Trek guy across the street? It's the two men there. They're just looking at their product. They're like, man, what else do we need to do to flip this house? I'm flipping it off right now. That's Bam. not very nice. Ooh, <laughs> he just started testing oh, the... Did you uh, see me? Oh, God. The stair rails. He's just shaking them. So they're, I think they're talking about replacing the steps and the rails and stuff. You guys are all interested in that, right? Uh. So I am on board for a few albums by this band. I'd say a handful, but I definitely dropped off. How many are there? Incubus. My guess is seven. More than seven? Well, unfortunately, here it's always... It'll say... That they're like 23 albums because they have all these things. Eight, I believe. Because the most recent is eight. Yeah, it's eighth studio album. They released an album three years ago. So I was close. What did you say? I said seven. Yeah, okay. So eight. When did Incubus start? Um, well, their first major debut album was in 1997 but i'm not sure when they actually got together my guess would be like 95 1942 i don't think that's the case they were like take the wheel and drive would you like let's listen to the next song the warmth it's not coming out give me a second all of a sudden, it started just coming through my phone. I think it's really touchy, your uh, dongle. <laughs> yeah, my dongle is pretty touchy. You really have to have the uh, cable plugged in all of the way. Yeah, it's getting worn out. Your dongle's Man, getting pretty worn my out. My dongle's fucking worn out. Makes sense. You're getting up there. You're going to have a birthday soon, old man. You're going to be 35. Uh-huh. It's fucking stupid. It's now above me, the spider. Yeah, take that, bitch. Spiders are gonna come down with eight legs and take every single one of your fucking eye br- bristles. What do they call them? What are the bristles on your eyes? <laughs> the bristles on my eyes. Your what? eyelashes. It's gonna rip every one of your fucking eyelashes out. It's going to leave you alone. Well, I think I might be able to rip its legs off before its legs rip my eye bristles off. Leave that fucking spider alone. Eye bristles? (laughs) Then it needs to uh, turn around and walk the other way. 
Why do we always have spiders in the house? I don't know. Because I know that this song does not excite me. Okay. Do you want to be excited? Well, yeah. This song sounds like an angsty teenager to me. Yeah. It's so weird to be so, like, floaty and happy and then put this part. With the weird music. Not even the weird music, but it's, like, so... I'm just talking about it. Like, epic and big sounding. And then then it's, like, not everyone here is so fucked up. Cold. <laughs> That's why it sounds really immature. Yeah, immature is the word for it. You're right. <clears throat> I'm not, is that spider freaking you out? I don't want it to just drop on me. That's the it's only not thing. Not gonna drop on you. It's been hanging out for 36 minutes on the ceiling. It's not gonna choose minute 38 to drop onto you. You don't think that that's how time works? <clears throat> that people just decide to do things. Not spiders that are obviously on a mission across the plains of this ceiling that is textured poorly. This whole house is poorly. (laughs) Yes, it is. Everything about this house is poor. So this song, it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it's still floaty, but it's just weird. I was. I used you to enjoy l- it? love every song on this album. Like I was in for the whole album. But the older I get, the more I think I am just a little bit critical of things that I think are cheesier. Yeah. And that, I like this part. By that the way. line has been really lame for a while. Like I always kind of thought it was weird, but you know, you let things slide when you're young, and yeah, whatever. Not always. Yeah, different. It's insane how much your perspective changes on things, too. Like, for me, so many things that I thought were like so balls out fucking cool, I look at now and I'm like, that is so fucking cheesy. I'm like trying so hard. Yeah. So I I definitely feel the cheese. I, I see it, I hear it more so than I did before. I still think it's talented to make all these sounds, and he's singing fine and stuff. It's just the song doesn't. No, I agree, and they're like whale sounds in yeah, the background that I've never understood. <laughs> well, I mean, I if, like his drum work once again, though. He's if got they are those, surfer dudes, he's got those hi hats. Those need neato drums. I'm thinking. I'm the. I'm more on the low end, though. A zero. I'm all wah wah. Or is that the, that's not that's the bass. Yeah, that uh, drums usually don't go wah wah. Sometimes they can. Um, waka wah wah, waka wah wah. <laughs> I am drums. Yeah, which is, you know you're talking about how I'm talking about the hi hats. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because what I always say about like hip hop that I don't like. You don't like those high hats. The fake hi hats. But when a guy's really playing them and they're just a mic'd up. Hi-hats played with sticks. You think they're pretty. They're fucking awesome. Especially a really nice pair of hi-hats. So they can make you fucking melt. I wish I had a nice pair of hi-hats. I do not. I don't have a nice pair of hi-hats either. They're, uh, they're low hats. Is that supposed to peep at your boobs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nice hi-hats at all. What did I, what did I say I was going to name your boobs last night? 
I don't remember. I don't remember things. Well, I'm going to rename them today. That one's called American and the other one's called Pride. Because <laughs> they hang down towards the south. American Pride. And you can name my American testicles. American girl. <laughs> what would you name my testicles? Uh... <laughs> I'd call him... And say it as Michael Caine. God damn it. <laughs> you don't really have to. Michael Caine. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. You um, don't have to do it. Just say names. It'll be funnier. I think if you... I think if you called them the... Uh, the Water Tappers... Uh, that, that'd be a good name for so them. So they don't get individual names. They're a group duo. Of course, they're a duo. <laughs> the water tappers. The water tappers. They have a specific sack that they live inside together. Two become one. Tits right. get their own names because they stand alone. American Pride and the water tappers. American girls. American boys. Remember when I played that song for no, you? No, I don't. Shut the fuck up. We'll put a boot in your Is ass. That it's the was? American way. And Uncle Sam got to put your name at, at the, the top, top of his, his list. And the statue literally started shaking her fist. And then I noticed that he said something about, about an eagle flying. An eagle sword through the sky. And then something. God damn it. The lyrics are hysterical. Hysterical. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to play the next song. What are we going to name my wiener? I want to name it Glenn. That's the name of my aunt's husband. And he's really weird and going bald. Do you know what I'm talking about? She used to live behind you growing up. Oh. And then she married this guy who looks like a total dweeb. I thought he had long hair and a beard. Yeah, she married him too. Oh. That's what the women in my family do. <laughs> they just get married a lot. All right, you want to move on? No. My penis is named Glenn. I'm not happy with this. All right. I'm not happy with you. I'm not happy with you, Glenn. All right, when it comes. I think that this helps. This picks it up a little bit for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's got like an industrial kind of thing going on to it, man. Like this is a rave. Like this is a vampire rave. You go in and vampires are all sexy. And they're looking at you and they're like, boy. That sound is definitely my least favorite thing. Oh, the wee wee wee. I like that. I like it. Is that a guitar? Or do you think it's a machine? Let me listen. Hold on. I almost think it sounds like a guitar. No, but it also sounds synthesized. I don't know. It could be a guitar. It could be a synthesizer. It could be a guitar put through a synthesizer. This part's lame, though. For real. <laughs> I, I kind of like yes, it. Yes, I feel emphatic about not being static. That's where you get that, like, California I mean, how voice. how old was he when he did this? He's probably, like, what? 22? I don't know. Let me look up real fast where they're actually from. Unless I have that saved. No. 
I don't have that saved, but I would like to see. He's got a very like. Not like Billy Joe from Green Day, but because that's what I just did. They are from Calabasas, California. They sound like a, Cali- a California band. It says they started oh, in '91. Calabasas, huh? '91. Calabasas. Shut up. Funk rock, funk metal. They're, they're considered new metal. I guess I kind of see some of the new metal when it's more like when it gets harder and rappier. Alternative rock, alternative metal. I would never consider them metal. I don't hear funk metal. Uh, Funk metal, I think, would be more early. Early Incubus. Like a matador is taunting him. So what's the singer's name? Brandon Boyd. Will you find out when he was born? I need to know. 1976. He's 44. 76. So this came out in 99? Yes. So he was? 23. Man, I'm one year off. I'm one off with these guys. I need everything. I said seven albums. They had eight albums. I said he was 22. He was 23. Uh, I bet. Does it have his height? Let me guess his height. He does have his height. All right. His height. Oh, I bet he's a short guy. I think he's a short guy. Okay. I'm going to say he is 5'6". Really? Really. You are way off. Way off? Uh-huh. Is he way short? Uh-uh. He's tall? He's your height. He's 6'2"? Uh-huh. What? Yeah. That fucking schmuck is 6'2"? Schmuck. I could take that bitch in the ring any day. He's a thin, lanky I don't mean that. I don't want to fight you. I think you're probably a pretty cool guy. But for the sake of this little bit I'm doing, I could fight that motherfucker and you stuff could, him into the ground. You could fight anyone you wanted to. And you're just going to lose. Yeah, don't you forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, I like this song. It's definitely got that 90s still in it, even though it was 99. It's still... You know, songs were probably written in 98, 97. It's, it's that new metal sound, though, this sort of thing oh, here. this sound is in Slipknot songs all the time from that first This album. is like Linkin Park. This was a lot of those bands that did the, the metal... Yeah. Type sounds sometimes <laughs> at least rock, and then they'd throw in scratcher guy, the scratchy scratchy record scratching man. You know what I just remembered? DJ Scritchy Scratch. Yeah, I just remembered DJ Scritchy Scratch. I just remembered this guy right here is supposed to give you something at the end of this episode. Yeah, you are. So on the break, this guy's got to do some thinking. Uh huh. That's fair. Just Let's see if I remember that, or I do what I usually do, and remember towards the end of the episode, and then stop listening to you, and I just have to think and think and think. Well, don't forget that we could also watch something, if that would be easier for you. Yeah, we'll see. We did watch Point Break recently. You oh, had, fuck. What a piece of shit that thing is. I remember seeing it when I was younger, and I didn't like it, but I saw that Patrick Swayze documentary. So I and for some reason I've just been like, I want to see this again as an adult, so I can judge it as an adult, not as a child. And it was not good. No. <laughs> Did you like anything about it? What was your favorite part about it? 
I mean, let's I, be positive here. This is positive corners. Be honest. I thought that Patrick Swayze was the best part of it, but I didn't think that he. I, I think that the, the acting was bad in like the whole movie from everyone, but the only person who was kind of believable was Patrick Swayze. But none of it was really technically believable. Keanu Reeves is a horrible fucking actor. He is terrible. I know I already went off about him like crazy on the episode where we reviewed Parenthood. but And you were like, why is he? He's not that bad. Come on. No, he's fucking crap. And Point Break is a fine example That's of why Keanu so Reeves. fucking funny that you brought that up because I was like. I wanted to make a joke about, like, yeah, Keanu has a porn bag. And I was like, no, that was Joaquin Phoenix. Keanu wasn't in that movie. Yeah, he sure and was. And now he was in that movie, and that's why I was thinking of the porn bag. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he became a positive example for her. Joaquin. Or as he was credited in the movie, Leif. We're going to listen to one more song, and then we're going to take a break. My favorite part about Point Break was Gary Busey. Oh, I f- see, I forgot he was in it. That's you get some pre non insane Gary Busey who is still a little bit whacked. Like he's not. He's always been. Weirdo. He's always been a weirdo, yeah. but he's not like the mentally challenged kind of guy that we look at now. Let me tell you what. You know, I don't though. think he's mentally challenged. He's just so fucking bizarre. Well, now. He got brain damage. I'm pretty sure in one of those wrecks. Oh yeah, or multiple wrecks. I mean, his eyes don't close together. His face is fucked up, and if you wanna, if you have Amazon Prime, you should definitely check out Gary Busey, Pet Justice. <laughs> it is fucking weird and funny. So yeah, we watched Point Break, and we watched some Gary that. Busey, Pet Justice. What? Okay, we gotta fix that. So... I don't know what I to know, say. I know. Maybe we got to move some things around and maybe put me over there and move maybe, the table. Maybe. We'll figure it out. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm an animated person. I use my hands I wanted I to say that I like that Gary Busey Pet Justice show, but I don't because I can feel the... That it's fake? The cases are just so fake, but the only thing that's good about it is Gary Busey. They just let Gary Busey be Gary Busey. And he's weird as hell, and that's <laughs> and why it's he's good. he's hysterical, so... Like, yeah, the show itself isn't actually good. But it's entertaining. It's definitely entertaining. And Gary Busey is funny because he is a crazy old man. And <laughs> not only did his eyes droop and his brain stop working at normal capacity after his wreck, uh, he stopped brushing his hair. It's a weird thing. He just he, like he stopped brushing his hair. Yeah, he looks crazy all the time. He just looks completely disheveled. So we're going to listen to one more song and then we're going to take a break. This is the second of... The three, because we haven't. This is the first actual single, but this was the second one that they released off of this album. First single we're hearing, but second one released. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Stellar. this is a little song I like to call Stellar. But it's like they're playing Nintendo at the beginning. I like this guitar line. This feels just. This is like euphoric almost. Mm-hmm. I like how the drums come in. Oh, that, yeah. that timing the, was very interesting. I thought the timing when they came in as well oh, was just yeah. interesting. Perfect. And then... 
I think they. Everybody jam, bro. I mean, it's it's such surfs up, dude. I think the the song starts really like mellow, dude, bro, and then it gets harder, like heavier, and then it just goes right into like right down the middle of both. Yeah. It is literally like surfer dudes who are into funky metal, I guess. I like the bass on this. I do like the bass a lot. I like when people give bass time for the bass to stand out because sometimes I think that it's so hard to hear. And maybe it's also the tones because it just sounds like that bass sounds really muffled to me. It's not very clear. Clear? Yeah. And I think that that's why I don't hear it a lot of the times. It just sounds like a... It's like a... I don't know. Like a blanket, I guess. It stands out more in this song. Oh yeah, they definitely pumped it up in this one. This part's like so happy. Yeah. But it's still like I don't know, it's got like this weird edge to it. Yeah. (laughs) They're really good with uh, surfing that fine line, bro. Yeah, dude, man's right, bro. Oh my god, you went fucking southern. Gotta go Burlman, dude. Fucking catch some waves, bro, man. Going down to Venice, bro. You've been watching some skating videos, and it's been very fun for me to uh, just come in and rip on the culture that I have come to love. I'm not ripping. I'm just trying to speak like them. Yeah, dude, you're not ripping. You're not dropping in the boat, dude. You do come in, and you're, you just start laughing because the guy will be like... <laughs> Oh, we got the 540s. That's rad, dude. Yeah, they'll just say something. I just start giggling. It's funny because... <laughs> I just go into talking like that. It's funny because it's like sports commentary. But it's total like, yeah, but bro. It's just, dude, but it's guys <laughs> saying dude and bro and stoked and rad and gnarly. <laughs> it's like vocabulary-wise, they are stuck in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it is Everyone, funny. Skaters still talk like that. They're still like, oh, that was rad. That's what I'm saying. Like, no one else still talks like that. <laughs> like, except for people who skate and who hang out by the beach. <laughs> That's how it seems to me. Yeah, I like that song. I really like that. How do you do it? It's you like do? the way he sings that part. That's where I think that he's a good singer. He has really good vocal control. Has really good vocal control. He took lessons from me. Yes, it's true. Um, he took yet yeah, lessons from you. Yes, it's true. That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said, dude. Man, go catch a wave, bro. Going into this barrel, dude. Coming in on ten feet, dude. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna take Got a break. Suck three feet of vert, bro. We'll be back. Is this early in Cubus? This is the previous album, Science. In Cubus? I think I listened to this one. This is like Red Hot Chili Peppers. I bet they loved Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know if that's fair to say. Oh, yeah, I loved them. I remember, what was the singer's name? Brandon Boyd. I remember Brandon called me one time and he was like, Hey, after you're done giving me singing lessons, you got to check out this band, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love them. Ready for break? We'll be back.
California, California, California. You're going to listen to this and tell me that they didn't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's fucking obvious. Which I find it better than Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way. Really? Yeah, this is intricate. This is probably my favorite song by Incubus. It's called As This we, is Funk Metal. As We Think We Is. Yeah, this is their first album. Definitely more funk. He's slapping that bass way more. Mm-hmm. More there horns. Was horns going on? Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy that. She enjoys it every I enjoy all of it. Everyone kind of, but not really. Everybody wants you. Everybody wants you. So welcome back to the podcast. We are listening to... You should have just kept talking. Incubus, uh, make yourself. I think I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> That's why I'm not talking. I think talking. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> meatball, please. Yeah, I got some meatballs in front of me. Michelle's eating fucking meatballs. I haven't even had one full meatball yet, but yeah, I'm eating meatballs. I have meatballs in front of you me. You got multiple meatball I do. spread. <laughs> got a multiple meatball spread. Yeah. <laughs> it's accurate. Mm-hmm. Totally <laughs> accurate. Totally, bro. So we've been listening to Make Yourself, everyone. That's what I said. I think you've all been here for it. You've been enjoying our banter. It's been back and forth. There's been ha ha ha's, he he he's, ho ho ho's. But all we need to know, no knows, is. Uh, are you having a good time, guys? Those meatballs are, you are a fucking good time. pungent on my nostrils. Like in a bad way? Yeah, it's, it's like taking hostage of my nose. Do you want one? No, I don't. I wanted to stop grabbing the hairs in my nose and yanking them out. With their meatball arms. <laughs> Stop eating meatballs and podcasts. It's the bar it's the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I like barbecue sometimes. Okay. Most of the time's not. Okay, I understand. Yeah. You wanna get back into this album? I'm picky. You know, I don't like sauce as much. No mustards, no mayonnaises, no no relishes, no uh Thousand Islands. You certainly like to relish in your bullshit. <laughs> See how far I can go before you just tell me to shut the fuck up. But you don't care because you're eating meatballs. It doesn't take that long for me to get tired of your bullshit. <laughs> is what it is. I just can't. I can't let it go on for longer than I can let it go on. Let's go on to the album. Let's get back to the reason we are here. Reviewing stuff. We are. We're reviewing stuff. We are listening to this album. We are going to come back with the title track, Make Yourself, from the album Make Yourself. So this wasn't... Is this a single? This wasn't a single, was it? This is not a single. Sounds very, very uh, singly. I'm surprised it wasn't. Why is that? This is heavier than stuff that they w- would usually release, I I would think. I think solely this part has a very radio sound to it. The crackly. Yeah, it sounds like a radio itself, so it should be on the radio. It's like a vinyl player, a record. They put like an effect on his voice on this one. It's got that kind of distorted megaphone uh-huh. sound to it. Megaphone, I think, is a good way to say it. 
I always enjoyed this song. This is very high energy. It's dark high energy. Even though it's like inspirational. Yeah, they've got a weird talent of making things sound like happy, but not like lame happy. You know, it's just like. They did say it'll screw you complete till your ass is blue and gray. He said that? Uh huh. Just then. You didn't know that? Here, I'm gonna go back. So we were talking about anal sex there? I just talking about how people will fuck you over. So you oh. just need to. I just went to anal sex there. Not worry about everybody else the way that you're gonna, you know. If you really want to live, then you gotta make yourself, man. Do your own thing. Be your own person. I should listen to this guy. I should make myself. I've been getting my gut out a lot lately. I know. You constantly pull up your shirt up and just rub your gut. You're one of those people. I'm so f- it's so fat. Does it piss you off when I say I'm getting fat? Why? Because I'm huge? Because you're always like, I'm fat. I'm fat. Why would it piss me off? I don't know. Because when you I'm said fatter. it, because when you said it for a long time, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Until eventually I just stopped because what was the point? <laughs> it doesn't make me mad. Because I just Good. say to you that I don't think you're I'm fat. Because I'm fucking fat. You, would, you feel it more than I see it. Oh, I feel it. When I went to go cut my toenails the other day, and it was a goddamn struggle that's never happened before, it's not a good thing. I used to be able to bite my toenails. Cool, me too. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I have. When I was younger. <laughs> just, just to be like, I could, can... And then you get to a certain age and you're like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Ugh. I, I immediately just think of Toe Jam. You turn 22 years old and you're finally like, dude, that's disgusting. Yes, yeah, 22. <laughs> I'd say it was before that. Oh, there was a scream. I'm going to let it go into drive. This was single number three. This song was everywhere. This song was huge. This, this is the song that I assume huge. most people have heard. Oh, of course. If you listen to anything other than country music and like, you know, like gospel stuff, contemporary Christian, whatever. If you listen to any modern music and have for the last 20 years, you know the song. You know the song. You've yep. heard the song. If you've gone to one open mic night ever, you know this song. When people come to scratch, that'd be amazing. Guys, I brought my friend DJ Scribbles. I'm sure that's a real person. It is a real guy. Scribble, DJ Scribble. Abe reviewed his album. Oh, yeah. These meatballs are really peppery. I didn't do that. Someone, whoever's in charge of the recipe, got a little pepper heavy on these pre-made meatballs. Would you like me to write a stern letter about the pepper content? I want you to keep my opinions to myself. All right. So, what's your opinion about this song? I think it's a very easy listening jam. I think it is one of those songs that appeal to a wide 
audience more so than any other song on the album for the most part. I'd say, yeah. Moms would enjoy this song. Oh, for sure. This is a song that I had an up and down time with. I mean, I, I, I understand because I think I did too. That it's it's one of those songs that you've heard so many times and you're like, that song's kind of lame. And I get it, but it's not a bad song. No, it's one of those songs that's like, if I had written it, I'd be very proud of it. Yeah. But I would just never write this. And the guitar line is actually sort of difficult to play. So I've tried to learn it. And on top of that, with having an up and down relationship with it, and finally landing on it, it's fine. It's, I'm fine with it. I feel I'm never going to like seek it out and be like, oh, it's my favorite song. But I enjoy, you heard the version where they don't have the scratches and stuff in it? Like the acoustic version? Yeah. That I think was popular a, as well. There might be another version where it's this with the things just taken out. Huh. I much prefer without the... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I listen to this song in particular, and I don't think I've ever heard him sing it, but I feel like this is a very Zach Brolring range song. Like, I could hear Zach singing this song. Get to it, Zach. Attack? That's what they call him, Zach Attack. That's what I just called him. That's what everyone called him? Everyone nah, calls what, him now? That's what I'm calling him. They're, they're like, it's... Zach, Zach, hippie attack. I don't think he's as much of a hippie as I thought he was. Are you kidding? He loves jam bands. I think that's like the definition of hippie. A modern hippie. <laughs> he doesn't smell bad enough. No, not at all. I've never noticed him smell. Yeah, so therefore I don't grant him. You can be a clean. Called hippie status. Hippie. No, no, no. You have to smell like human feces. You, you think, and yeah. patchouli. Ugh. Patchouli. See, that's a shame because you know what's. I love patchouli. I know, but you know what? They and even I don't put, use it because of you. They even put the descriptive word for that product in the name patchouli. Patchouli. It's fucking gross. God, you walk into a fucking record store and all you want to do is not breathe. You and I have a very different reaction to the smell of patchouli. I like it in a record store because it's like, yeah, I'm in a record store in a head shop, but I'm looking at bongs. I don't want it in a goddamn household. It's a shame. I refuse. And if you ever wear it... This, I used to wear it, and I want to still wear it. This relationship is over. I wish... I, I still have patchouli oil. <gasps> in but, this house? But you hate it so much, I don't... I no longer wear it. Just I stopped wearing it, it years ago. Do it and see if I can play. Well, knowing you, what the fuck do you care? It's me. It's just me. Because I don't want to bother you. I do things that bother you all the time. But do you do it knowing that I'm not gonna enjoy it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm just oblivious. And it's not. It's not like a preference. It's. I think smells are more. People are more sensitive to that. So that's why I don't want to like make I, you feel bad physically or like give you a headache or whatever. I think I'd rather patchouli than like a spray. I don't use any abrasive sprays. But you just don't like anything. I'm not a fragrance guy. It affects me 
<laughs> Negative ways. Negative ways. I get hives. I grow other eyeballs in different places. Those are two very I different get, things. Uh, extra armpit hair. You just get pimples. a growing boy. I get pimples on the inside of my pea shaft. You get pit bulls on the inside of your pea shaft? <laughs> pit bulls? That's what it sounded like you said. Because you're. <laughs> <laughs> or I wish I could come up with a pit bull song, but I have no idea anything. I'm that pretty he sure does. a pit bull song goes like this. All right, I'm gonna Dade p- County. I'm gonna Dexter. I'm gonna come in here and clean this up, Sam, with the next song. Ooh, let's get out of broom. It's called Clean. Sweep it up. Ooh, man. Very African. Is it? It's oh, not just a bunch of hippie shit. So African. Because I hear beanbags. Dude, man. Yeah, they're gonna rob a bank, bro. <laughs> that movie shocked me because I was like, wait. They're surfers and they rob banks. This movie's about surfing. I didn't remember it being so much about surfing. And then the whole initial thing of them wanting to rob banks is not. I mean, obviously, it's not true. It's it's all about the money. But they're like the sanctity of living free, man. I'm spirit, dude. I ride the waves, man. So I feel take the, rush. the money from the man, bro. But they they don't get uh, greedy until the end, and shit goes down. Uh, do you think they would have gotten away with it? If uh, no, because fucking Keanu is still a cop. Uh huh. Keanu. Keanu's undercover cop. Yeah, he was a horrible actor. He is bad. I don't know what he does now. I haven't seen him in anything in a while. I know you said that you want to see Bill and Ted. Fuck yeah, but I think he's good in things like Bill and Ted in Parenthood. Because that's the character. Like it's when you're those characters to take him are, seriously. Hey dude! Like ha ha dude. How was he in the Matrix? <laughs> Didn't you see that? I think I did once. But I think I can't not see Keanu as uh-huh. So like even when he's being serious. That said, I haven't seen any of the John Wick things. And people say that that's like, yeah, I've his, not seen him. Like, that's his action. That's his lane. Big thing. Like, that's his claim to fame in the action world. What do you think about this song? And Sam? Matrix Two. Uh, it's, it's all right. I like the bass. I don't think there's not a song on here that I'm miserable. But nothing that necessarily wows you either? Or would you say... I mean, you know, I guess you don't have to go that far, but... Did I enjoy it? But nothing super great or super terrible. It's just like an okay album. It's better than an okay album. Nothing's terrible on it. Uh... I don't know how to explain it. It's just... It surprises me that you have any positive opinions about it at all, to be honest. Coming from my standpoint of seeing how you are with, you know, like, rock and things that kind of straddle or hang near the metal line of music. Like, it, it, 
normally I would just imagine that you'd be like, this is lame. Well, I think usually it has to... A lot of it depends on how I think they come across. If I think if they come across as like not. genuine artists who are talented and trying to make a thing. Not like fabricated or like or just trying some to- gimmick that I don't even enjoy. Like I can't sit here and say I don't like gimmicks because Guar is one of my favorites. Biggest gimmick in the fucking world. But when it's like a gimmick I don't enjoy. Well, if you feel like they were inspired by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I know that you don't really like them very much. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, do you think it's that similar to it? Or do you think that there was just just like a touch of inspiration more early on and then they went in their own direction more? Yeah, absolutely. I think what you played from that earlier album Uh was way closer to Red Hot Chili Peppers than this album is. I've never made that connection, so that's interesting. I, I, it makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, I could still hear it in parts of this, but this has way more of a what I would call the incubus sound. Like the last song you played, while I liked it, it does seem like freshman or sophomoric, like of mm-hmm. of their career. Yeah, you know. It's, it's like when you go back and do listen to old Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's real fucking like cheesy and oh yeah, just like really super early. funk bass and stuff. And yeah, you're like, lame. and you're like, I probably would have loved this, and I would like it live. And like my attitude towards things would tell me that like I should like this more because it's like more pure, man. Yeah, but you can listen to that and be like, but this is not what. Red Hot Chili Peppers are supposed to be like blood sugar sex magic. That is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. So it's the same with what you played with Incubus. Sophomoric sound where it's like, ah, it's good. I like it a lot, but it's still not. They're not quite there yet. They're not quite there yet. And I think this album is the, I mean, it was the big breakout fucking album, right? Yeah. So, For sure. But, I mean, they found them this, especially with a song like Drive. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they had a producer by this time that was like, you know, edging them on, like, come on, guys, you know. Someone definitely wanted to put money behind get, this band. Get into your soul on this one, man. It's not all just about surfing and riding the waves. It's also about lighting that fire on that beach, brother. And then we put on those president masks and we go shove guns in people's faces <laughs> you want to change up the mood a little bit though you want to get less uh hippy dippy and depends can i still talk about point break <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want but oh, then yeah let's do it <laughs> let's listen to Battlestar. i hate this scrolactica is that right i don't know so i think it's scrolactic i don't I think know it's pronounced sciatica this is this Battle is just Star. a weird song. This is mostly S- instrumental. Galactica. Yeah, but I really like this song. This part. It's just it's a specific grooviness that I don't think you have throughout the rest of the album. And they sometimes like a, do that. They'll just drop like weird little instrumental songs. Sounds like the beginning of a black exploitation film to me. It's like a detective and he's just walking down the street looking mean mugging people yeah see I've always hated like the vocal parts here because eventually this scratching stuff does kind of drop off a little bit 
And I think the song gets better as it goes on. But because of the beginning, I this is usually a skippable song for me. Give me part of that meatball. It's so peppery. Have what you want. You can have the rest of that if you want. Oh, God. It's insanely peppery. With so much class. 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 Ugh, that was awful. Give me that meatball. <laughs> yeah, this song's got some really good groove to it, but it gets annoying. The scratching is the worst. Yeah, I'm just not a big scratching fan. And I'm not either, but luckily I think it's impressive. it falls off. I can't do it. No, I agree. But I also don't know how well I think I like it with this kind of music. Yeah. This reminds me of uh, Humphreys. Really? It seems more sophomoric than Humphreys to me. Like the style and everything. It just seems like a groove they would want to go into someone to jam and that guy that can play the guitar really well yeah would be doing all the scratching but it'd be on a guitar yeah it's just the stuff like this is just not really for me god damn it i like this meatball really even though it tastes like you're just eating balls of pepper of black pepper i like black pepper yeah but not that much it's it's a little it's a little too much i like pepper as well but whatever and now i think we're done with the scratching and I enjoy the rest of the song like quite hippies, a bit. Hippies time. But I would never get this far most of the time because I hated the beginning scratch stuff so much. But I like the bass. I like that groove. This is Party on the Beach. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jonesy. How you doing? Hey, I'm open. Throw that football over here. We're playing on the beach. Here you go. Things are going to get crazy. I'm going to tackle you into the water. Hold on. I'm going to throw the ball first. Hey, you caught it. Good job. Wow, what a catch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic, bro. Fantastic. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Yeah, I would have liked to hear some of those grooves just into a real song. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because this... Yeah, but instead, the next song is Miss You, or I Miss You. Which is not anything that you would expect that song. Like, it does feel like that song should go into something groovy. But then it just... They knew how non-groovy this one was going to be, so they were like, throw a super funk meister before it. I guess so. And I'm surprised I forget about this song every time I listen to this album. I'm surprised that this was never a single... Because I feel like this would have been popular for them. I feel like this is a popular song I bet that's what I was gonna say. for them, even though it was never released. Because I know, like, Pam Goldsmith always really liked this song. Yeah, I don't really enjoy this song at all. 
I think vocally he does a very good job in this song. He's a good singer, yeah, but but I think it's lame. But hippie, hippie, that's what I say. You give me, give me another one, or I'm gonna give you another one. It goes a little bit something like I this. Miss hippie, boy, hippie. I like that. I like that. You know who you should be for oh, Halloween? Weirdo fucking scratches. Who now should I be? Take a guess. He's one of my favorite people. I talk about him too much. Mel? You think I should be no, Mel? No, 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 no. We don't know him personally. We just know him. Is he an American idiot? No. <sighs> He's a certain manager. I like that I should be a man, no matter what. Yes. Okay, a manager. Yeah, you're going to have to really fuck yourself up here. Oh, my, do I need to look like a turtle? Huh? Do I need to look turtly? Turtly? I don't know. Is he at a pizza place? No. This is a music manager. Oh, you want me to look like Phil Spector? <laughs> well, I do now, yes. Because I could just scalp my former boss and wear her hair. It has nothing to do with what you look like now. I just want you to make this happen. Then I have no idea what direction you're going in. Well, baby, bye, bye, bye. You think? <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. I could easily be Lou Pearlman. <laughs> easily. <laughs> I think that you have hinted multiple times at this on this episode that I'm fat without trying to, like, say it. No. And I, I'm proud of you for taking these steps and, and admitting what you see in front of you. Instead of being scarred. You gonna eat some pepper? You gonna eat some pepper pieces? You gonna eat some little pieces of pepper? No, I just tried to think of the most disgusting human being I could think of. You and, know what's positive about that song? And, and I couldn't think of his name. So I did this roundabout thing of getting you to try and guess who it was. Because I couldn't actually remember Lou Pearlman's name. At least this song is short. It's, that one? It's... Two minutes and 48 seconds. Sounds like it's about two minutes and 47 seconds too long. You would have been happy with just a second of that? Uh-huh. Which second? Just that one guitar note. Bow. Done. Bow. Done. All right. Well, we do have just... What is it? We have two more songs. The next song is their first single. Also a song I think that they're pretty uh, popular. This known is by. Not as much as Drive. Here's this Pardon Me. This is the me. one I heard first. I heard this song first as well, but Drive is bigger. Drive is the only song that they've ever had enter the top ten. It's had a music video, right? Yes. I think I saw this real late at night one time. It was like, oh, talking about somebody being on fire. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. Do you believe that that's really a thing? Spontaneous combustion? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a thing. I don't know if it's in humans, but things do spontaneously combust. I mean, in humans, of course. Does it not? I mean, are there any actual known cases that have been documented that are more than just hearsay? Is human spontaneous combustion real? I mean, he thinks it sounds like a definite possibility. But he's not a scientist. He's a surfer, bro. According to Live Science, 
there's no scientific evidence that spontaneous human combustion exists, now and then a case makes the news when officials cannot find another explanation. In 2011, a coroner concluded that Michael Haerty, an elderly Irishman living alone who burned to death in his home in December 2010, may have spontaneously combusted. So no official known cases, but people are like, eh, maybe. Just because they don't have, like, nothing else. Like, like they would be the source of the the start of the fire. Yeah, yeah. It's like when they go into a bedroom and just like the bed and they were on fire. Anyway, I like this song. Do you... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely something I thought about when I came, became familiar with this song and like really... Because I don't know how much of it I had really heard about before the song. But what, Spontaneous com- human combustion? Yeah, but it's weird to imagine like it's creepy to imagine that your body could just do that but i don't think it's real (laughs) but i mean i guess something could malfunction because we do have like a heat source in our body and it's not like there are sparks and stuff happening but i guess something could overheat if you drank gas and then but when you farted onto a mat. Well, no, this is what's weird about spontaneous combustion, which really doesn't make sense, is that if you just try to burn a body, it's hard. Like, it takes a while, and you have to get things really hot to really burn a body. Because we are full you of liquid. from your crime death shows? Yes, bitch. So there's a... Li- I'm a bitch now? <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of liquid. They've always said we are such a... High percentage of water because I've heard different oh, yeah, variations. Oh yeah, we're like 99.99999 percent water. Works. What? That's what a scientist once told me. No, we're me. like 60 to 70 percent water. However, I don't think it seems like if we were able to start on fire from the inside, there would have to be something dry enough to catch on fire and burn. So eat newspaper. There's not newspaper inside of us. Eat it. That's not how it works. Shove it in there. You think someone just eats Cut newspaper a slit and the then side they catch and start off? shoving paper inside? They're like, I'm getting hot. I'm getting eat really hot. I'm going to eat some newspaper. Yes. Oh my God, I'm on fire from the inside <laughs> ah! out. Ah, the daily news. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I think it goes. It's painful. We're going to listen to the last song, which I would say is the heaviest song on the album, Out From Under. This album has made me think of multiple things throughout my youth. Name one. Well, I did just name one, but also this. To resist is to piss in the wind. <laughs> Anyone who does will end up smelling. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking line. It is a weird line, but god damn it if it isn't the truth. <laughs> to old, resist is to piss in the wind. Old. Huh? Old. Why are you just saying old and pointing at me? What's this guy's Lou name? Perlman? No. Brandon Boyd? Old Brandon Boyd knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I didn't say Lou Pearlman because you're fat. I said Lou Pearlman because he's funny. Okay. 
You fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you had a hard time getting that out, but I loved it. It made me laugh. Uh, I thought it was bit funny. I've always thoroughly enjoyed this song. I like the angst in it. It's just enough. But it's also like interesting lyrically. Yeah, he talks about piss. You can't lose. I've always been a young boy on the inside. I like it because it's got like interesting phrasing to it. Yeah. Like the bass has got its own little phrasing going on. And then he's like, There is a bit of the wind. That's why I think Incubus got a pass for me. It sounds. It's not like cookie cutter pop songs. It's. They definitely sound like themselves. Sounds like they work on this. Oh, to, to be their own thing or... To be their own thing, to make to something they're proud of, to be good at their own instruments. Oh, yeah. To be on top of things. It's it's not necessary. I would never compare these bands typically, but it's like Incubus and 311. Two bands that I'm sure get a lot of shit for not being heavy enough by people, but they do their own thing. And they do their own thing well. I think there was an Incubus that was a death metal band. Oh, I think I've heard about that, too. That someone said that they used to be heavy, but it was actually a different band. Yeah, I think it was a totally different band. They're from Florida. You get some screaming in, at the end of this as well. When he screams, they put a lot of uh, distortion on it. You can tell they kind of crank it up. I like. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, in that situation, I can't really tell. I mean, they can. I can tell that they're putting effects on it, but I can't pick it out as well. Just adding this little amount of vocal distortion. You can add the smallest amount of distortion of vocals, and it sounds huge. Most guys in the metal world put some sort of distortion on their vocals. Yeah. Whale sound. They're big fans of whales. It's because, bro, they grew up by the water. Dude, they gotta hit those waves, bro. And though there's much more interesting life happening below the surface than there is up here on land. Up here on land, dude? Yeah. I don't even go on the land. I'm talking about fish and beings that are lower than where we've ever even seen. And things that are like translucent and have their own like light sources built into them and are able to be like in that insane pressure. Bioluminescence. And uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like things that they've been able to see going as deep down as they've been able to see and things that shit looks weird down there and there's so much more that we've never that we yeah, have no idea seen, yeah. as, as even there so yeah there's way more interesting shit going on down there we we are the minority the ocean's scary it's it's very terrifying that's why it's kind of nice to not live uh on the beach bro <laughs> that's kind of scary to me on the beach bro <laughs> on the beach bro all right sam so we are officially done with the album we are now to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions 
Questions. Oh my god. That was awful. That was great. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sam? Yeah. Why did I pick this? I don't fucking know. I chose this because I've actually been holding on to this for quite a while. I've been listening to this for a while leading up to this. Uh, what do you think I th- what do I think that you thought when I gave it to you easy peasy which you did say oh I said it I don't know I honestly didn't know how much that you I know you like this but I don't know how much like I assume it's not a whole lot that you just think it's okay so but I still thought that it would be easy enough for you I like this album enough that I've listened to it on my own without anyone else in the car no one else prompting you, you mean? No one else prompting me. Okay, so what was your judgment prior to listening to this after I gave it to you, Sam? Easy peasy. Keep just making that sound without saying anything. <laughs> no, not not with your throat, just with your make the noise with your cheeks. Okay. Stop saying shit. <laughs> God damn it. Just, just the cheeks, baby. Just the cheeks. Clapping them cheeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. I can't do it. All right, everybody, shut up. <laughs> Quiet on set. Right, cameras roll. And action. All right. I officially hate this. You sound like that dog who was always depressed sounding. Going down. Yes. Do you know I how many? God damn it! I read the elevator here in this establishment. What? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I apologize. I do apologize very quick. You're gonna give yourself jowls by how you're pulling <laughs> the sides of your face down. Give me jowls. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many times did you listen to this? Uh two and a half. That's it. That's it. But I mean, I was familiar with it. And I kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, shit, I got to get on with this. Okay. Well, I was about four times because I've been listening to it pretty regularly in general. So I didn't feel like I needed to listen to it as much, but I still got four in. Um, least and most favorite songs. I think that this might be a little easier than I thought it might have been in the beginning. My guess for your least favorite song, whether I'm right or not, is Consequence. Consequence? Yes. I don't think so. Do you need to hear it? Please play a bit of Consequence for me. Nope. The worst song for me is I Miss You. Oh, wait, that's right, because you pretty much made that obvious earlier. Yep. This song is, uh... Yeah. This is just too happy. This is just too... It's not happy. He's sad. He's missing her. 
I, I mean, the, it's just it's too fat. What do you think me. of those sounds? I'm not, I'm not excited by them. <laughs> Sounds like a sad robot. All right, Sam, what's my least favorite song? Your least favorite song is I Miss You. Um, I think that's probably correct. Hey. Because I think even though I like Battlestar Galactica is what I would typically skip. Yeah. I wouldn't keep I wouldn't just be like, "Oh, okay, now this song." Like this would also be skipped. But I think that Battlestar Galactica at least has the back half of the song to redeem it. Because I don't like when they cut the music. Music with so much class. So much class. Class. All right. Uh, So least is done. Most favorite song. This is rough for me. Because I'm not sure at all what I think your most favorite song is. But I'm going to go simple. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go drive. Even though I think that it's like a really basic song, I'm gonna go drive. What's that song again? Oh, I never heard of it. Sam, what's your most favorite song? I think I gotta go with the very first song, "Privilege." Privilege hits so hard when it comes in. Yeah, it, it's got energy. I fucking yeah. I'm a big fan of this song because I love the energy it brings right, right in the here. beginning. It's uh, a good intro. That's one of my favorite drum things to do, too, is to go... <laughs> it <laughs> like sounds good. about to come in. It's interesting. Yeah, I think this is a very good start to the album. It's a good uh, representation of the rest of the stuff. I think Guitar so. tone is great. Drums sound great. It's a good representation Everybody's of the strong good. points on the album. Fuck yeah, bro. Hitting those waves, dude. Sam, what's my most favorite song? Your most favorite song, dude, is I'm going to say Battlestar Scrolactica. Is that your true guess? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. This one's really hard to do for you. Uh, I'm just going to say Privilege. <laughs> No, even though I think that's Damn. a really good song. Uh, I think it's always been out from under. Yeah, this is a good one. I've always liked the energy. I think that it's a good way to end the album. The bass is awesome on this. Let's do it. Yeah, it's the heaviest. Fucking I, I right up front. Across the board, it's the heaviest song on the album. It talks about pissing in the wind. And he just has that, you know. She talks about it. <sighs> You're exhausting. <laughs> <clears throat> How old was I when I first started listening to this? I think I established earlier that I was in high school. I'd say midway through high school, probably somewhere around 17, you know, when I started poking smut. Uh, I originally enjoyed it very much. Um,. And I would recommend this today, even though I think a lot of people wouldn't be into it. Or they'd be like, man, that's, you know, that's weak. But I'd still say, you know, if someone was like Incubus sucks, I'd be like, yeah, but Make Yourself is a good album. So yeah, I, would, I would say that, too. 
this is a good album to put on where people are in my car if I'm like, I can't do like listen to Ed Gein. So this is this is a good uh, a bridge album for me. I would, yeah, it's a definitely a good bridge that you could listen to with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. People, a lot of different people. I don't know about your people per se. I think Kenny G likes Incubus. Kirk will get down with Incubus. I'm sure. I assume this album Adam in particular that they. I think Kent keep in does mind like I'm this. the biggest music butthole out of all my friends. Yeah, I think that Kirk can be kind of a butthole about it. I feel like Adam and Kent are more open. Maybe even Kent being the most open-minded, because I think Kirk shuts a lot of stuff down. But I don't know. That was that's uh, fake. Everything you're doing right now isn't even a real. It was all real. All steel. Sam, would you ever listen to this album again? Yeah, probably. Since you said that you have done this I on your I own. Just occasionally listen to this anyway. I used to put this on at work, but now since I listen to mostly like podcasts and audiobooks at work, mm-hmm. I don't really listen to anything on the speakers. But this used to be a staple at work, especially when I worked in the wash bay and I just had a stereo or a speaker oh, system yeah. set up. This was a big staple. It was. In the wash bay. Huh. It's one of those that like I can get my uh, scratch my itch of some heavy sounds. with a gr- I'm telling you, the guitar tone is fucking great. Across the board, like even his clean tones, mm-hmm. his semi-clean tones when it's just like a strumming chord thing. Even if I'm not like, so, even with the the song that I didn't like, the I miss you, I miss you. Yeah. Even his guitar tones in that are something that he sat down and like, I want you sound exactly like this. As a guitar player and a guy, who especially I don't use any pedals. I don't really fuck around with that. Yeah. I think it, from what I've people have said, I think it's easy to fall in the trap of, I'm just gonna make the same tones as everybody. Okay. So it's like you buy, you know, I, I bought like this pedal standard. because I wanted it to sound like this person's guitar. Mm-hmm. It seems like this guy from Incubus, while he does buy those exact same pedals, which could get those other people's tones, it seems like he's one of those guys who sits down with a pedal for hours mm-hmm. and is like, hey, I, if I chain it this way and then I put this pedal into this pedal and I hit this, I can get this weird tone. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's one of those fucking it really guys. makes it, which own. is not me. Which is why I appreciate it when someone is. Now I think you can get too fucking crazy with it. Oh yeah. To the point where it's diminishing returns and you're just like wasting time. Yeah. But I am such the anti equipment guy. I mean, I go up there, it's just the fucking amp and a guitar. I don't have a tuner, I don't have a wah pedal, I don't have a volume, anything. Wah, wah, wah. Nothing. I would like to. I think it'd be cool to eventually get into like playing with different guitar tones, but just never do. It's and a lot. that shit costs money. And it's sometimes if you don't hit it just right, then it fucks everything up because your timing's off. If you have Especially like things programmed, <laughs> and yeah, that shit's been. I know you've tried doing things with that in the past, and it's also just been kind of irritating as well. But yeah, to my detriment, I always try to do with it, it enough. a week before. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you just you haven't played with it enough to really figure it out either. So Sam, yeah, what's next? Oh, what's next? What's next? We're going to the land of guitars. I'm big fucking surprise. It's always the land of drums. It's always metal. Land of bass not mixed very high. 
So Although this punk? is remastered. Is this more no, punky? No, I'd say punk mixes their bass higher than metal does. Okay. So now, this is a classic. It's one of the big four metal bands. Do you know who the big four are? Black Sabbath. Nope. They're not a metal band? Nope. They're the big four metal band. One of them is Metallica. Ugh. Another one is Anthrax. Okay. Another one is... Slayer. Slayer. Here you go. The fourth one... Mr. Dave Mustaine. Megadeth? Megadeth. Is that what we're listening we're to? We're listening to Megadeth. Rest s- in peace. I said I liked Megadeth more than I liked uh, Metallica. You not- liked Slayer more than you liked Metallica. No, it was Megadeth. Or you liked Slayer more than you liked Pantera. That's what it was that one That's time. fair. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing Megadeth. Megadeth, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yep. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to me be an idiot. Yeah, uh, check out other episodes. Tell people about us or don't. Who cares? Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Bye. What are we listening to? It's just another Incubus song. It sounded very like Casino-ish. Oh. Hachi touchy. Bye, guys. Bye.